and welcome to this Expert Insights CD. I'm Donna Hansen from Prime Solutions Training and Consulting. Our Expert Insights CD series is designed to give human resources and learning and development professionals access to the latest trends, ideas, philosophies and approaches that impact on how organisations manage, retain, engage and recruit staff. We know that in HR and L&D, your roles are all-encompassing and it's often hard to find the time to step outside your world and explore what's happening in other organisations. Prime's Expert Insights CD are designed to provide you with concise information on topics relevant to you on a regular basis in a format that maximises your time and keeps you up to date with current trends in the industry. In this Expert Insights CD, we speak with Daniel Kaleja, Creative Principal of Innovating Visuals. A little bit about Daniel before we start. At the age of 14, Daniel worked with his first client filming and producing video projects. By the time he completed his Bachelor of Arts in Multimedia degree at university, he had already been involved in filming, editing and directing two TV shows. Daniel's professional career started in 2006 when he established a client base working from his home studio. Soon enough, his profound passion for video and multimedia evolved, leading the business into new areas such as design, photography and e-learning. By the age of 21, Daniel landed large corporate clients such as Rio Tinto, Victoria University and the Education Department in Victoria. In 2008, Daniel made the decision he was going to play the bigger game by starting Innovating Visuals for Pride Limited. Working with a larger range of clients, the rapid growth led the company to move to an office in Essendon, also giving Daniel the opportunity to recruit a fantastic and creative team. So let's welcome Daniel Collegia. Hi, Daniel. How are you? Hey, good. Thanks, Donna. How are you? Good, good. Daniel, why don't you start by telling us how you came to be a specialist in video and multimedia production? Well, I um, at a young age, I was um, filming, as, as you mentioned, um, you know, a couple of TV shows that gave me the opportunity to learn how to direct, how to produce and, um, and edit, you know, just footage in general to, to, you know, grab audiences' attention and how, how to do that. So um, as I progressed in the business and working with large corporates, I found that, um, you know, there, there's a possibility to show them that creativity that they require and um, moving into the training section as well helped um, also then get an understanding of what you can do to, to create you know, effective training with um, also a creative approach as well. I guess too being young in the corporate sense means that you bring a new twist and a new um, uh, young vibe I guess to how people might have traditionally done this sort of thing in the past you know it'd be, it, yeah, often exactly. it had been very uh, simplistic or structured or whatever but I, I guess what I'm thinking is you know your youth brings with it the benefits of um, a different and open approach and also an awareness of how generations your generation in particular is engaging over the internet and video yeah exactly and I think it was a, it was a big turn for me in in, uh, in the business world in my in the sense of growing up because I found it was you know some companies were a little bit reluctant to use me at a young age because I think oh, I was a bit young should we take the you know take the plant you know the plant and, and give them an opportunity yeah and, um, having a good client base find me had really helped um, and that, I think because I had the opportunity to work with large corporates at a young age, they finally said, okay, well, you've done that sort of work for these clients. Okay, let's give you the opportunity. I like that sort of um, that style, that, that, um, the way that you have produced these videos, which is something I suppose, as you said, you know, the digital age did start 
um, and it was really, um, you know, it was really effective to get things done really quick and uh, concise. So it was a great time for me to sort of th- start the business. So Daniel, today we're talking about why video should be part of every organisational's toolkit, educational toolkit mm-hmm. for staff. Um, did you find when you first started out that uh, you, you almost um, picked certain organisations that you know you had opportunities that you wanted to work with, and then you started to leverage into similar industries? Yeah, exactly right. Well, that's what I did. I mean, I found working with um, government organisations um, was a really there was a there was a sort of a niche there, and I found that um, having a, a background based on how they work had helped me develop more in that area. So, um, government has a sort of style that they require, and also there's a, it's a very important to understand how the comms teams work, and this is going across the board with counsel, with any sort of government sort of client. And um, having the knowledge based on how they work has helped me expand in that area. Um, in corporate work the same way. You know, large organisations are very pedantic about how their um, corporate, how their, I should say their branding is is, um, is approached and also delivered to, to the outside world. So I, um, I always kept in mind that, you know, working closely with them and understanding that concept has to be entwined in the videos as well. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, certainly as far as video is concerned and anything along those lines, there has to be, you know, a consistency in, in branding, etc. All right, so yeah. let's let's wind back a little. Why should organisations use video for, for training or for, for within their educational toolkit? I think it's extremely important for organisations to keep up to date and doing that with something that helps them look and feel the part. And what I mean by saying that, um, face-to-face is fantastic and it, look, it, it works in, in many ways, but um, doing video production training when it comes to doing it online um, via DVD, um, that includes different, you know, different sources. I mean, it could not just be a video, I'm talking also online training that has a questionnaire and online portal. Bring that all that together will keep you know, organisations up to date about who's doing what and also, it can save them a lot of money as well. I think it's very important for them to say, okay, we know how many, um, how much of our staff have taken on the training. We know that it's, um, we've produced this video a certain way that makes, um, you know, exact sense of what they want to do in regards to their training. So it, it, they can exactly know how it's been produced and what's delivered to their, um, to their, you know, staff or their, um, you know, their trades. Anything that they're trying to, um, trying to get it, um, you know, across to. So um, I guess what you're saying here is it enables organisations to, um, you know, as a a tool to support potentially face-to-face to be able to produce something that can be reused over and over again. It can That's be measured because right. you can link it up to things like surveys, etc., to determine, you know, who's watching stuff. Um, I guess it also yeah, yeah. gives you consistency. Yes, exactly right, and that's very important. I mean, um, the great thing about video production is that, you know, obviously when we create something, it can be changed. So the consistency is there, but if it has to be updated, we can do that, um, you know, instantly. Um, And it's accessible at all times, which is great, because if anyone has to do training, um, and they're really busy, so, you know, obviously at work, sometimes there's no time to, to sit down and watch the video because you've got calls all day, you've got emails coming through, um, when do they have time to do, you know, you know, training? So they might go, okay, let's, you know, I might do it at home or on the way um, home on the train. You know, they can watch it on their um, and their phones and their iPads, um, run through their training and, and get that sort of time um, to just relax and watch through the video and not have to stress about, you know, meeting face-to-face with someone at, or, you know, at certain times and running through, a, you know, a questionnaire in front of them that, you know, obviously um, not at their, um, it's not, you know, very accessible to them. 
so I guess too, um, you know, that'd be useful for any organisations that might have staff that are working on shift work and, you know, maybe need to go through a, a process where they need to revisit um, uh, occupational health and safety That's stuff right. within, uh, you know, within certain timeframes. So I guess it, exactly. it makes it much more cost effective to sort of containerize and keep the yes. consistency of that information. Um, have you found that the engagement of organisations in using video has shifted as a result of us, you know, having more of the smartphone and tablet technology? Yeah, definitely. Look, I um, a lot of our clients uh, use utilise the training videos in different ways. Um, I mean, I've, I've spoken to some of our clients that are in council and we've, we've produced uh, short, sharp training videos, more like an induction video for, for new people to come on board. And you know, they get their, their these new um, staff um, recruiting through in five minutes. I mean, these videos only have five minutes, and they can pretty much take them through the whole site in five minutes, mm. when that might have taken um, a staff member to take them, you know, around the site probably in a few hours. So it's really being concise about the content. Yep, and I guess too with, with that sort of scenario, uh, one of the challenges for organisations that are potentially using um, or creating an induction program, whether it be face-to-face or whatever, that in effect what you're trying to do is bombard your staff with all the information they could potentially need in the hope that they'll remember mm-hmm. it, whereas this way right. it's recorded for posterity or prosperity, whatever it is, and they can go back yeah. and revisit it. Uh, and, you know, that, that means that they're more likely to retain it if they have access to it rather than feeling stressed about needing to remember it all. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I mean, that's the great thing about video as well. Is, you know, you can be complimented in any areas, as we said before, you know, if it's on your on your iPhone, on your yeah, and the tablet on the, an online platform that you can reuse. And it's um, something that won't waste someone else's time in the, in the organisation if they do forget. You know, simply, you know, they can log in, they can check it out and say, OK, well, I'm up to date now and I know that, I'm, you know, that that's all completed. So we've touched on the sort of information that um, human resources or L&D professionals might use video for, and one of those was induction. Um, what, uh, what other sort of things? You've said training. What sort of training might you cover in a video? What, what would be realistic? Well, there's, uh, there's all kinds of training. I mean, um, I find that um, a lot of companies are struggling to find videos that are concise and to the point to what they um, companies require. So, I mean, uh, there is um, some free training on YouTube that um, companies can utilise, and we always we always get calls saying, "Look, you know, we've found these videos, but they're not exactly what our, our company um, has, or it's not exactly what um, our company looks like." You know, we might have different. Um, there's different people in there. The, the, the site looks different. Um, it's not exactly what we want. So um, we say, "Okay, how about we create something that is at your premises that has your staff that has." not only just being produced to, to create um, a training video, but it also creates a little bit of fun and atmosphere when you go out and film at the, at the actual locations, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yep, yep. So, you know, sometimes it's great to go out there and actually film stuff and get them involved. Okay, so it could be things like, um, because I, I know you guys help write scripts and things like that, mm-hmm. the, the client might have a concept, but mm-hmm. they just don't know how to articulate their message correctly because that's not their area of expertise. That's right. So if we're um, trying to get something out of a client, information, we produced questions, we produce these questions to create 
um, the right answers, if that makes sense. And by getting the right answers, we then manufacture those and produce them a certain way to create a video that makes complete sense. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy for um, for some of our clients to, to create these questions because they know what they want to get out, but they're saying, okay, we want to get this... For example, they might want to get some information about how the um, how the organisation is being progressed so far, um, but they're finding it hard to get natural responses from their staff. So we might get um, a certain amount of questions to to create that atmosphere while we're on production, and ensuring that our producers get the natural um, feel off these um, these staff members and getting those right responses, and then creating those responses and mix them up with different responses to to get a nice snappy you know creating to that. Point. To the yeah. point video, exactly right. And that can be used as training as well as promotion as well. That's what we love to do. We don't only mix, um, we don't only just do the training. I mean, we do a lot of promotions and we find that um, companies love the fact that we can create both in one, if that makes sense. Yep. So having to use that for a training purpose, but also use that online, maybe change the producing a little bit, just cut it up and edit it a little bit differently to create the actual promotion out of that video. Okay, so things like, I guess, that you guys have the benefit of being disconnected from the business and, and that means you come in and you're able to take the message that they want to get and articulate it into something that everybody should be able to understand because ultimately that's what you want. You want the person, you know, potentially on the shop floor all the way to the CEO to yeah. be able to get, uh, you know, a consistent message that's the same and, and the benefit right. of you guys is you can come in and you can sort through that stuff and you can ask, what does this mean? Whereas often when you're, right. you're caught in the information, it can be uh, you take for granted the knowledge that you yeah. have and you think that everybody else knows the same thing. That's right and it's very important for us to, to gather that and also I, I say to, to our clients, you know, they say, look, we, we want to try to produce this ourselves, that's fine, that's, that's exactly fine, but let's see how you go with that. And the problem sometimes is that when um, you get someone talking to camera, they feel a little bit unsettled, yep. and you can see that it doesn't feel natural. Yep. And we want to make sure by, um, you know, I call it I call it storytelling. Um, you want to grab a story and, and get the emotion out of someone. And if you're getting a response of a CEO, we don't want them to naturally to, to be looking in the camera and saying, this is what's going on. We want to actually say, get them talk, talking to someone off, you know, off, the camera and getting responses through some questions great and i think that's the way to get the real um the real energy of somebody um and i guess some some of the other things that just sort of spring to mind as as how hr and lnd professionals might use video uh, is you know potentially to attract talent you know, to be able to promote this is our workplace, these are the things we offer, exactly. maybe even maybe even testimonials from staff members um, right. that talk about, you know, what a great work environment it is. Because ultimately, right. it, you know, by attracting key talent, it gives you a competitive advantage and it also means that, you know, when it comes time to replace people in your organisation, it becomes much easier. Yeah. I know one of, the, right. one of my clients um, uh, has had to disconnect from, um, from LinkedIn because uh, mm. she works for a very high-profile international company as the, you know, in, in HR and she was telling me recently and she'll probably be listening to this C going, that's me, that's me, um, no names. Uh, but she had to disconnect from LinkedIn because she was constantly getting people, you know, wanting, you know, with, with sending their CVs in, looking for, for jobs. And you can, um, you can certainly appreciate that and, and ultimately mm. that's, that's what organisations want. They want their brand to be... Uh, Something where talent and energy is is drawn to, and I guess video is a great way to That's do right. that. 
That's right. Look, I mean, I, I totally agree with you. And I think everyone everyone wants to be part of an organisation that is flourishing, that is um, positive and sort of energy. And by creating that atmosphere um, in regards to, you know, putting something together that shows that, I think that's so important. And, um, you know, the great thing about doing something like that also is you can utilise it for different ways. Um, utilise it to, to help recruit people. Utilise it to create atmosphere about what your brand's about. Utilise it to promote your business. There's ways of doing that that um, you can create that different sort of video that is going to be straight to the point just for these. Okay, so that brings us along to my next question, Daniel. You know, there's so much, like you said, out there on YouTube and, and so forth. Uh, well, let's just talk, first of all, how long should some of these videos be? Like, I mean, are we talking 30 minutes? Are we talking five minutes? Are we talking an hour? Mm. Well, it all depends on the type of video that you want. I mean, I, I always say to clients, um, you know, what is it that you were trying to get? And they say, oh, we want, you know, for example, a promotional video that's going to be to the point. We don't want, um, you know, our um, audience to be bored. I mean, okay, well, what type of content? And they will say, oh, look, we want something that's eight minutes long. And I say, no, 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 okay, eight minutes. But what are you trying to get? So what we do is reduce that down and say, okay, we want to keep something snapping to the point. It only probably goes for between one to three minutes. If you look at a TV advert, for example, they go for 30 seconds seconds you know you notice that you know you've already got a message out of the advert but the thing is with company videos you might want to add a little bit more in there to get more of an understanding about the company and that's why i say you know a minute to two minutes up to three sometimes is okay but it all depends on the content and what is driving the video as well i guess one of the key things um you know organizations may not necessarily think about is um you know like you said the context and and remembering that yeah. the video needs to have an outcome it needs to have in marketing terms a call to action so there needs to be a that's combination right. of a marketing and a message so what is the message that you're trying to get across and then what action do you want the person uh, viewing the video to take so in the case of it being mm -hmm. you know OH&S related it might be they need you want them to complete the survey now uh, or complete the assessment task now uh, or it That's might right. be uh, you want them to connect with you because um, you know it's a promotion to attract talent and this is uh, to promote the fact that you you have a, um, a stand at a local university to attract graduates that's right. So um, I think they're key things that, um, you know, often people just won't think about because they just think about the video in the context of, you know, what it might look like rather than its purpose, which is to drive some sort of action. That's right. And I think the initial stages of creating a video are the most important. Um, I think a lot of um, companies might get the wrong idea and saying, oh, we just want a video, just create it. And I'm saying, okay, but... What's the, the most important part of it is the pre-production stages. We need to understand what this is going to be for, what is it about. And then what we do is sit down with the client and create a brief that is very structured. It is to the point and also it's concise about how we're going to produce the end result. Um, because it's extremely important to understand that if you don't do that um, to, the, to the T, you basically get a video that is quite blasé and it doesn't um, create, you know, the, obviously the, the right um, the right approach to the, uh, the client wanted. And that's not good for anyone, is it? Not good for your business no. and the client. Uh, yeah, so certainly, and I think um, and that's an interesting thing because I know in, in some of the stuff that I do, and, and you would be exactly the same, uh, you know, we'll often talk to, to people within organisations and say, okay, so um, t do you have any idea what you want to be able to do with Excel or Word or whatever? And they'll often say, Say, oh, 
oh, I just need the basics. Well, the yeah. basics for one person compared to something else. And ultimately, you don't know what their job function is. And it's the same mm-hmm. with the outcome. You know, you need to gather information in order to put a pitch together that's going to deliver the outcome. Yeah. So it can be really hard work gathering that information, can't it? Oh, well, it is. I mean, um, you know, not, I don't ever see a Hollywood movie um, being um, produced without uh, a storyboard and a script. Yeah. And it's the same thing with we produce. I mean, just because it's it might be a, a just a promotion or a training video. I mean, we have to put just as much energy into the pre-production as anything um, of any other size. I think that's the most crucial stages of production. I mean, we obviously are the, the specialists in creating the video and also making it look fantastic. But without understanding what the client really needs to get, video is still not going to be exactly what they want. I guess some uh, people would say, well, you know, we're not looking to create a multi-million dollar movie, which which is mm-hmm. a, a relevant point. But like mm-hmm. anything, there still needs to be an amount of planning associated with it um, rather mm-hmm. than just, um, and I've heard people say, uh, you know, just a, uh, a ready, ready aim fire, you know, just doing something and hoping, <laughs> hoping that it's going to Hope work without actually <laughs> thinking about, well, what's the strat- strategy and the rationale, you know, organise wouldn't go and buy or acquire another another business without doing their due diligence and I guess what we're talking about here is the due diligence relating to committing to uh, you know moving forward with um, video creation exactly right I, I totally agree and I think that's you know obviously like I mentioned before it is it is crucial and I, um, we need to put a lot of energy into that before anything is filmed or edited these days it's it's just so easy to come by video and and create your own video you know there's uh, flip cameras you can buy for a hundred dollars you know people can use their webcams etc you know that's that's you know easy peasy why would an organization choose to work with a, a you know a production company like yourselves why is why is that a better well, idea well, than doing it yourself the way I see is that if a company wants to be perceived a certain way, it, it is very necessary for them to do something about it. <laughs> that's, basically, <laughs> that's basically the answer to that. And what I mean by that is, if um, I can give you an example. I mean, if you were to produce, um, don't for yourself, if you were to produce a spreadsheet for somebody, mm-hmm. if it was using a program that didn't have the right, requ- um, the right look and feel in comparison to something that you had produced something in, how would they feel about it? Do you think that your client would be happy to take that on? It's just it's the difference between using something that, I mean, obviously is done quick and easy, but, but then also perceiving the company a certain way. I guess that um, it's a bit like, I don't know if you've ever been to one of those functions, Daniel, where uh, somebody gives you their business card, they're uh, waxing lyrical about how good their company is, they give you their mm-hmm. business card and, uh, you know, maybe the phone number's crossed out and they've said, oh, oh no, I've actually got a different phone number or their email <laughs> address has got like uh, Donna at hotmail.com. You know, it creates an, <laughs> exactly creates right. an impression about the business, doesn't it? it? Does. And, and uh, you know, ultimately if... If you're, is, particularly if you're looking at occupational health and safety type of, of stuff, uh, you you want there right. to be an element of uh, professionalism around it because these are very serious topics that can have dire consequences yeah. if the uh, process isn't followed. That's right. And it's amazing. I mean, I can give you some uh, um, some examples of, of clients that have utilised old footage to mix with our footage. And once they saw the difference, they were like, wow, we need to refilm that. And I said, now you understand the concept. I mean, pre-production stages are crucial, as we mentioned before. It has to be um, completed to create the right video. 
But then once that's completed, if, if the client understands what the brief is, they can try to do it themselves. But the only issue is, and I say this to them all the time, be careful about your lighting, be careful about your audio, be careful about how it's framed, how long is it that you're, you know, you're filming these certain shots, how are you editing it? Um, it all comes together. I mean, there are so many different parts of video that are not just about pressing the record button. Yep, yeah, no, I, I understand that. Having done a little bit of TV myself, um, you know, I know that in order to get that five minutes, it can often take an hour to an hour and a half of yeah. recording <laughs> stuff. And depending on who you're dealing with, and, and we'll get on to that in a moment, whether you're dealing with uh, people from within the organisation and you're having to do take after take after take because, you That's know, right. the emphasis isn't on the right word or, you know, that sort right. of stuff. It, it um, And all of that can impact. If you think you're going to... Uh, waltz in and record something and, and have it slapped out in five minutes. Well, you might if you're going to pop it up on YouTube, but these days if you okay. want it to represent your brand, and in a lot of large organisations, there will be um, guidelines around the sorts or the quality of information that leaves the business and things like branding, ensuring you know the logo is in every video. You know, A, a lot of those things mm -hmm. get disregarded because people go off like a bullet a mm. gate. Mm -hmm, exactly right, and I think that's it's crucial. And there's so many little elements that come together, and then they say, "Oh, I, you know, this is actually really hard." Um, but I, I think that you know, ensuring that the right producers are on board when there's a production being put together is is extremely crucial as well. Getting the right responses. How are these responses being being um, you know um, put to camera? So, for example, when we're on shoot, we have to ensure that the um, the facial expressions, the way it's represented, everything is done precisely. Um, you know, the last thing you want is a video, someone talking to camera, and it's a CEO of a company, and it um, it doesn't look right, it doesn't look natural, or it um, doesn't you know, match the message of the business. It doesn't look right. Yeah. Correct. That's all the elements we've got to look at, not only just the technical expertise, which is something that I'm very, very pedantic with, but also the way it's produced. That's right. I mean, what we do, our, you know, the, the, um, what we do when we come on shoot is try to get them comfortable to a certain state and understand that, you know, you're not talking to the camera, you're talking to somebody, um, you're talking to a producer that um, needs to get the right responses off you. And by getting them to a comfortable stage and manner, you find that their responses are completely different. And you can get, we can keep on trying to get the right response and you know, until we know, yep, cut, we've done it. We've, we've actually got the right response and we know when to move on. So it's basically getting straight to the point by giving them time to, to give the right responses as well. So they get to relax and feel comfortable and feel like they're answering a question that could be from a friend rather than yeah. it being um, a feeling stiff and formal and structured. Yeah, look, that happens all the time. I mean, I, I'm, I'm really um, sort of proud to say that every time we do finish a shoot, look, basically they always say to us, well, thank you so much for making me feel so comfortable. Um, look, we even had, I mean, this is quite a, I won't, I won't mention who they were, but we had a... a a situation where we had a client come to talk to camera um, or she had to talk to our producer and she was actually she had a really bad day she was actually nearly crying because something happened um, personally to her on the day and we said look relax you know if you don't feel comfortable um, don't worry and we sort of sat with her and gave her some time and uh, the great thing was after she felt really comfortable with us we got her on and she was absolutely fantastic and she just said to us at the end of the shoot look guys I really didn't know how I would have done it without you um, I, I just I'm so happy that I've done it because I was supposed to do it today and I just didn't know how I was going to do it so look it was so it was so good to get that you know positive response of somebody that really found it hard to do something on, on a camera that day that's right I mean what we do our you know the the um, what 
we do when we come on shoot is try to get them comfortable to a certain state and understand that you know you're not talking to the camera you're talking to somebody um you're talking to a producer that um needs to get the right responses off you and by getting them to a comfortable stage and manner you find that their responses are completely different and you can get we can keep on trying to get the right response and you know until we know yep cut we've done it we've, we've actually got the right response and we know when to move on so it's basically getting straight to the point but giving them time to to give the right responses as well. So they get to relax and feel comfortable and feel like they're answering a question that could be from a friend rather than yeah. it being um, a feeling stiff and formal and structured. Yeah. yeah, look, that happens all the time. I mean, I, I'm, I'm really um, sort of proud to say that every time we do finish a shoot, look, basically they always say to us, well, thank you so much for making me feel so comfortable. Um, look, we even had, I mean, this is quite a, I won't, I won't mention who they were, but we had a... a a situation where we had a client come to talk to camera or um, well, she had to talk to our producer and she was actually she had a really bad day she was actually nearly crying because something happened um, personally to her on the day and we said look relax you know if you don't feel comfortable um, don't worry and we sort of sat with her and gave her some time and uh, the great thing was after she felt really comfortable with us we got her on and she was absolutely fantastic and she just said to us at the end of the shoot look guys I really didn't know how I would have done it without you um, I, I just I'm so happy that I've done it because I was supposed to do it today and I just didn't know how I was going to do it so look it was so it was so good to get that you know positive response of somebody that really found it hard to do something on, on a camera that day a lot of people you know maybe hear the dollar signs go off uh, but really in the scheme of things if you're combining face-to-face -face, uh, training and you're you're looking at using a video instead you might have a, a higher once-off cost but you've got the ability to uh, utilize this and, and keep it consistent a, a lot of people are probably scared off by the 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 price um you know what do you have to say about that or what ex what's experience showed you about um the investment that people make i think video is one of those daunting words that someone yeah like you said is companies might say oh look i don't think we can afford that i don't think um i don't know if it's going to make any difference to our company um and that's where we sit down with them and say look okay what is what is it that we need to do for you and getting a really good understanding of what the company requires is what the outcome is going to be. So we try to ensure that it's a cost-effective approach to what they really need, which is our ongoing, um, like you said, recurring, um, continuous use of something that they've only invested once in. So the great thing about video is once it's created, we have the chance to obviously make some changes in the future. So we always back it up onto our systems that are, you know, going to be there forever. And then if clients come back to say, look, we need to do some updates, we have to ensure that, you know, these procedures or these um, these people are going to be on board. We only have to create or change some parts of the video, which isn't going to be a, a, a complete enormous cost. Um, and I mean, when I say enormous cost to a company, I say to, I, I always want to try to understand what is the necessary things that we have to produce to save them money. It's not about costing the company money. It's about saving them money. And when I say that, when you create a training video, you're hoping that the, that training video is going to be used so many times that they don't have to get someone else to redo that every single time. When we create a promotional video, we want to ensure that that video is going to be utilized to create leads. And what I mean by creating leads is that not only bringing new clients in, but creating the, the, the feel that that company has a creative yet professional approach. So that's why we create videos a certain way to make that company look a certain way. 
I guess, too, uh, a lot of people have the impression of um, multi-million dollar video production, Hollywood blockbuster, um, but really, I guess it's a matter of saying, hey, you know, we've got a budget allocation of X, and they might actually be surprised, even by just having a conversation at how cost-effective it can be, and certainly if you're talking about face-to-face sort of training, if you were to look at the, the type of training that you do and the cost to bring people together, uh, venue costs, um, you know, food and beverage costs, etc., of, mm-hmm. of providing that face-to-face cost and then multiplying that by five, you know, four or five, that might be the cost that it would be to, you know, do that face, that activity face-to-face across the course of the year. You know, if, if a video... Um, solution was was able to be produced it might actually reduce that that cost down to even you know 10 percent of what the current investment is so like you like you said it's it's not really about what it costs but about what it saves so you need to look at it from a different angle um it's like marketing they say when you don't have um, much business the one thing you've got to keep doing is keep marketing because you always need more leads and opportunities coming in so I, i guess you know it's just about looking things from a different perspective that's right i think it's it's crucial for a company to to look at from the outside point of view saying okay how are we going to make um external um, audiences perceive us a certain way you know producing something like a video that is going to be um sh- you know representing their company at it you know a certain way is going to um change the um the whole perception but also um, with training, I mean, I had an example with a client that we produced an online training platform for. They were spending tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars to, to get all their staff members together in a, in a seminar and um, doing, you know, sort of all this face-to-face training. I mean, we basically created a platform that costed them about a tenth of the cost they spend in a year. And that's an enormous saving for them. They can continuously use every year. I mean, I, I couldn't believe how much they were spending on this. And I didn't realise the savings they were going to get when creating a, an online platform that incorporated video and, uh, and uh, an, online, um, uh, an online survey. So, Daniel, we're fast running out of time and I want to just cover off on a few more things. My final question is there's so much happening for many of our listeners. Why should they look at video and, and why now? And, and I know we've already covered off on a, on a few things such as, you know, looking at it from a different perspective and cost savings, etc. But But why is it more important than ever now? Well, if you look at the online platform, everything's online. I mean, you, Google, YouTube... Vimeo now. We've got um, we've got all these new other platforms as well that people are utilising to to search companies. Look at our social media. We've got you know Facebook, Instagram. We've got um, we've got Google Plus. We've got LinkedIn, um, Twitter. These all these platforms are utilised for photos and video. And you know companies have to be on board with that. If they don't look like they're up to date, sometimes they can look like they're left behind. And I think it's really crucial that, um, you know, everyone's, you know, keeping up to date with these things because if you see that the major companies are doing that and your competitors are on top of it and you're not, how is it going to look to external audiences? And, I mean, this is a whole range of, um, of age groups. I mean, I'm not just talking about the young generation. I'm talking about all generations as well. Everybody says that, uh, you know, a picture tells a thousand words, uh, but in this case it tells a thousand words and it can tell a thousand times over because you can reuse it. So with so many, uh, so much social media activity and, and, and that happening, I guess um, what you're trying to say is that, you know, it, it's it's silly for organisations not to be utilising these platforms because 
this is the way that we're communicating moving forward and you know we're not likely to go backwards from this sort of thing and being able to have something that's concise and consistent etc uh, is is an excellent way to impart whatever message it is that they need in a consistent manner and uh, and in a functional way like the distribution channels it's so much easier to distribute things in in video now than it has ever been before yeah that's right and i think that's why the um the online platform has changed the you know the way that um we we uh, deliver you know only data but um, information across um the world so i mean you can you know basically promote your your company online to the whole world with a very concise to the point video that as we as we mentioned as for back in maybe 10 or 20 years ago with tv you could only advertise a video on a tv platform but now it's just you know it's Anywhere. enormous the audience is all, exactly right yep. and that's why i mean a lot of big companies are taking on the approach that um, they need to be up to date with um, obviously getting information out there on the online platform. And if that's um, you know utilising um, different ways of showing what their company is all about, how the atmosphere is great internally and externally, how um, you know they've got great case studies and testimonials, what their company you know is doing at the certain at a certain time, what events they've been organising. There's so many ways they can promote and get all their bits and pieces out there on the online platform. Daniel, we've we've run out of time. That's some fantastic insights on how useful video could be for particularly those in a HR and L and D role to, you know, attract talent, to articulate a message, to assist with training that's consistent, containerized, can be measured, etc. Mm. Um, if some of our listeners want to get in contact with you to explore what you might be able to do. I'm, I'm confident that uh, you'll probably be happy to have a conversation with them. They've got nothing to lose but could save themselves thousands. How could they best get in contact with you? Oh, that's that's easy. You're definitely done. Um, we're uh, we're open to you know having a chat to anyone out there that you know is in need of or, or even just have an idea of what what video can do for their company. They can contact us on our phone at the office on nine three five one triple zero two. And that's of course Melbourne O three. Yes, correct. Zero three. So that's zero three nine three five one triple zero two. And they can view our website to get some ideas as well. I mean, our website has a lot of different show um, cases of different companies and what we've done for them. So they check that out, get some ideas, and feel free to contact us. And our website address is www.ivisuals. Letter I visuals with an s.com.au. Daniel, thanks very much for your time today and for your insights on why video should be a part of every organisation's educational toolkit. Thank you for joining us for this Expert Insights CD. For more information on Prime Solutions training and consulting and our services, visit our website, the three W's, Prime Solutions with an S at the end, .net.au. Until next time, this is Donna Hansen helping you work smarter and not harder with technology. Bye for now. Thank you.